Hi everyone, welcome to The Diagram. It's your friendly neighborhood relationship coach, Jason. We are continuing our series on financial education and today we're talking about compounding. So compounding is what happens with, you've heard the other term, interest. Usually you'll hear people talk about compound interest. If you've learned about it since in school and how compounding works, don't worry, we get into how this impacts relationships later on, but gonna do a quick primer for people who might not understand compound interest. So what happens is, we'll start with your credit card. If you make a $1,000 purchase, let's say, and you have the typical credit card, let's say it's 20%, 19%, you are getting charged interest monthly on the money you owe. So if you owed $1,000 and you pay the minimum, which many people do, if you only pay the minimum, it's going to take you around four years to pay off the debt. In that time, the debt will double. You will have spent twice as much as you initially set out to spend on the item. So if you put a vacation or an expensive gift or a dinner, $1,000, whatever it is, uh, four years later, you will pay it off if you have put nothing else on your credit card, but you will have paid double for it. Not that big a deal when you think about $1,000 for a lot of people, but we don't just put one item on our credit card, which means the amount just keeps moving forward. And credit card companies know this, so as you keep paying off the minimum, they increase your credit limit, which means you keep adding debt, and many people in North America have credit card debt, which is in the tens of thousands of dollars. And if you think it's going to double for $1,000, it's still gonna double when you get into tens of thousands of dollars. Something to keep in mind. So, as I said, typical credit card debt is around 20% and it takes four years to pay off at the minimum and that money will double, right? There's something called the rule of 72 and it gives you how long it will take you to double your money based on the interest you're getting. So for example, 8% is considered to be the typical goal for people who are making investments. It'll take you nine to 10 years to double your income at 8%. So when you think about the difference where you're getting, if you're an astute investor, 8%, and it will take you about nine to 10 years to double your income versus four years to double what you owe, you can see why it's very important to pay off your debt in, especially if it's credit card debt. There are other vehicles that are better to carry. There are other kinds of debt. I'm using credit card debt for a specific reason because the interest rate is higher. A lot of folks don't even invest in anything but let's say a high interest account. High interest account is a misnomer because many high interest accounts might be 1% and we're back to thinking about how long it will take your money to double. At 1%, it will take 69 years to double your money. At best, especially recently, I've seen uh, some banks, Apple, different companies have savings that are around 4%. It's better, but still at 4%, it's going to take you 17 years to double your money. It's better than nothing, but that's a long time to double your money. If you look up a table, when you get into more aggressive amounts, if you're making 20%, it takes three years. Wow, that's amazing. You don't wanna be in a place where you're spending all of this money on money that you already used versus not getting any money on the money that's in your saving. 
Now, this is how we get into the relationship part. Every time you borrow money or every time someone else's resources are used for you to benefit, you are either costing the people you owe interest, if they float it with their credit card, you're costing them interest. So if you go out to dinner with a friend and you say you'll pay them back and then you don't pay them back for two months because you had some hard times and you make excuses or you do it to your partner if you have separate finances, which many people do, um, if they're floating it on their credit card, you are costing them the interest. So if you think about 20%, it's roughly 3% a month, right? So, and if they, if they're floating you the money through their savings, you are costing them the interest that they would be making on their savings. In a relationship, this kind of borrowing, whether you're talking about a platonic relationship, a friendship, or partners, this kind of borrowing eventually gets on people's nerves. I've worked with many people where one person is very much tired of always, I, I don't use the always word, but people do, having to bail out their partner because their partner doesn't have, they're not, they'll say, I'm a saver and they're a spender. Here's the thing. Everybody can be a saver and I'll get into that another, that's going to be the next episode is about saving. So as couples, we need to be aware of the fact that compound interest is no joke. It can cause a lot of stress on the relationship because Many people get into relationships without disclosing to their partner how much debt that they have. And they think, oh, I'll pay this off at a later date. The challenge is that while they're paying the minimum, waiting to make more money, compound interest is growing what is owed. And it has to be paid eventually. It's going to come up. It might come up when you and your partner want to buy a house. It might come up when you and your partner are applying for, for something or when you just need money to fix the car and you don't have any more debt limit on your credit card. It will come up when you haven't saved as much money as you plan to. Because like I said, if you saved $1,000 and you got a reasonable amount of interest on it, the next year, instead of having $1,000, you could have $1,080. Doesn't sound like a lot of money, but remember what I said before about the money doubling over four years? You don't wanna be in a place where you have money sitting around, not making any money, and you also don't wanna be in a place where you owe money and you just keep owing more and more and more money until your partner finds out. Many people feel betrayed by this. So we're going to get into some ideas for couples, for plans of actions, little things that you can do. This creates a lot of stress in relationships. We have to understand the effects of compounding and investing on our lives and how it creates more stress in relationships. I hope this helps and you have a good day. Ciao.